Dobar dan, prijatelji. Did you know that there is a way to support the Let's Learn Creation podcast and YouTube channel and get extra content? Tony D, how can they find it and gain access? It's super easy. There's a couple of ways. If they go to our website, www.letslearncreation.com, they will see a Buy the LLC a Coffee button at the bottom of each page. They can also find it in our link tree from the LLC Pod Instagram page, and it's also linked in the show notes of each of our YouTube video lessons. Once they get there, they can choose to buy us as many coffees as they want, or they can opt in to becoming an LLC member. Odlično, Tony D. Absolutely. For $5 a month, you can become a Kikiriki member. As a member, you'll receive a shout-out on the pod thanking you for all to hear. And in the mail, we'll send you a handwritten letter from yours truly thanking you supporting all things LLC, an official LLC member magnet, an LLC sticker, and automatic entry into each LLC raffle that we do for as long as you remember. And for $10 a month, you can become a Smokefa member and get everything I just mentioned and so much more. DJ Mo, what kind of content do we have available? Lots! With the Smokefa membership, you unlock a quiz for almost every lesson we've made. We have over 90 lessons from our podcast, and our goal is to have a quiz for every one of them. There's also all the songs and lyrics, so you too can sing along with us and learn the Hrvatsky language in a whole new way. We also have the audio from our dialogues and their written parts, so you can follow along with a few of our native-speaking friends of the pod, as well as the full Priche with Pepo audio and transcripts. And lastly, our version of a Croatian phrase, Pocket Guide, to help jumpstart your language journey and have you start communicating sooner. Puno hvala for taking time to listen to our podcast and watching our YouTube videos. We try to share as much Croatian language, culture, and travel content as we can. We hope you find our non-scholastic, conversational and Croatian language approach helpful and are able to support our efforts. Pono hvala i čuvajse! Let's learn Croatian podcast with Uncle Mike. Dobro jutro, dobar dan i dobra večer, dragi prijatelji. Welcome to episode 19. Here we are, another episode, another lesson. Going to learn a lot of cool things today. Let me introduce the team. I am Uncle Mike, your teacher, your uh, inspirational leader. Please follow me. I have my uh, my laughing student friend Tony D. Tony D. Kako se ti? Yes, I'm dobro. Odlično. Um, uh, eh, slabo mi je. How's that one? You guys remember that slabo mi je? Yeah. Yeah, I got a t- little tummy ache, a little rumble in the tummy, a little one of those shout outs to that. <laughs> we have our mix master executive producer DJ Mo. Kako se DJ Mo? Yasam uh, odlično. Glad you guys are doing wonderful. Let's move it on with some Poshta with Tony D. You've got Poshta. Hey everyone, Tony D here with a bit of Poshta for you. Uh, great news is we've got lots of uh, lots more activity throughout our social media. So thank you for that. Um, yeah. We, we do have a couple great messages um, from Instagram I'd like to share with you, starting with and a message from Teresa. T stands one thirty one from Wisconsin. She actually did something something pretty cool um, back uh, maybe a couple weeks ago with uh, one of uh, I think our last 
episode yeah, that we was launched. Our last episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah, thank you, DJ Mo. It was our last episode. Uh, she actually posted it in her stories uh, while while she was on a walk through countryside. Oh yeah, with her dog. Oh, so cool. that, we want to know your dog's really, name, by the way. Yeah. Yes, let us know. Uh, but that was great. It was really nice to see uh, how people are engaging with our episodes and what they do or, or how they're listening uh, to our episodes when they come out. It was really nice to see that. Yeah, special thanks for all the uh, effort you put into putting uh, little uh, animal emojis when Uncle Mike and Tony D were working on the animal. So Sloan Elephant, she put up an elephant. And then she went as far to post the money, too. So really, really cool. If anyone was following her and her Instagram story, it was a fun watch. Thank you. Oh, nice. I wish I would have saw that. I, I missed it. You missed out. Um. Thanks, <laughs> thanks, Teresa. Very sounds very cool. Yes, thank you. Uh, we also have uh, another one. Uh, it's actually our very first message from Switzerland. Hey. Um, hey. It's uh, at Michelle Boog. Uh, wrote in just listening. Just listening to podcast number five. So I guess this this message is uh, you've got Poshta. All right. And, also says my boyfriend's Croatian and I'm trying to learn Hrvatsky. Good All for you. right. Yeah. You, so thank you. You found the right place. We're hopefully doing our best. I wonder how. I wonder how far along she is. You know, Probably further else. than me and uh, Tony D. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I was talking about. I was talking about her episode. Uh, oh, uh, now Tony present day. I, yeah, but I wouldn't put it past her that she's past you guys anyway. <laughs> but, um, well, yes. Uh, thank you very much, and uh, back to you. Hvala, Tony. Okay, guys, as always, every show, we will have a new Croatian lesson. We're going to learn some words today, some fun words. We're going to learn how to say where we're from. should be exciting. As always, we have our super slotful section. Instead of a, a nice report from DJ Moore, we're going to have an interview from a great Ooh. friend. Yeah, a great friend, Anita. She lived in Rijeka for three years, worked there. So tune into that. That's going to be exciting. And as always, the Mali Momento, the favorite part of the show where we feel the little ones. And, and, and basically remember the funniest part of the show, the souvenir that you put hanging from your rearview mirror. All right. All right, everybody. Let's learn some Croatian. Okay, Tony, kakosi. Yes, I'm dobro. Okay, so no no pop quiz today. I look a little nervous there. I'm going to show off Scott Free. Uh, I wonder, so, uh, wonder what would give that away. Yeah. <laughs> so in, in this lesson, today's lesson, we're going to learn how to say where where we're from. So the, the question, where are you from? So here, here we go. The, the way to say where are you from is odaklesi. Odaklesi. So odakle, the word is all one word, basically means from where? And sit is the, is the way you say is. So adakla sit. So Tony, what, what, is, what do you think that is? Is that formal or informal? Well, here on my notes, it's... <laughs> <laughs> no, so see, it would probably be informal, correct? Very good. I'm glad you made that suspenseful. I'm glad you, you said, <laughs> I'm trying to give you a little, a little leeway out of there. So adakla sit is the informal way of saying, where are you from? So we obviously have to learn the formal way so to someone maybe who's higher above you in stature or an older older parent an aunt and uncle one of those things you have you kind of have respect for you would say odakleste odakleste very good so ste is the way you would say you in the formal sense so odakleste is kind of like odakleste kakosi and kakoste 
Yeah. So Kakusi, how are you? Odaklesi, from where are you? Right. So that's kind of that's the way we're saying it. So yeah, yasam tisi viste. We also learned that before too. We we're like uh, conjugating our to be. So you know, all of these puzzle pieces are starting to get a little closer. You know, I starting, like it. Starting I like it. Some, starting to get some corners on on the puzzle here. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So one more time, Tony. The, the friendly informal way, odaklesi. Odaklesi. And formal, odakleste. Odakleste. Very good. So you would answer, right? And how, how do you say, here, here's a little short pop quiz. Don't give away, you have the notes down there. I am, <laughs> how do you say I am in Croatian? Yasam. Very good. Yasam. So we're going to say Yasam, I am from is Yasam is. Yasam is. Very good. So that is is from, right? So from is one of those prepositions that, you know, it can kind of change in different different sentences, different questions, but let's keep it simple now. So Yasam is, and for example, one of our most popular cities that listens to our podcast, Chicago. Very good, Chicago. Thank hey. you so much. We're going we're gonna to lean this one towards you. So Yasam is, and Instead of saying Chicago, you have to change the end of the, of the the vowel sound at the end because you're 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 doing a movement or you you're making an action on the subject. I know it's complicated, so I'm not going to get into it too much because we're going to keep it simple. So the way you would say I am from Chicago, you would say Yasam is Chicago. <laughs> Yasam is Chicago. Bravo, Tony. Right. So you you don't say Yasam is Chicago. You'd say, Yasam is Chicago. Yasam is Chicago. Totally sounds like a Native American language kind of, right? That's a lot, yeah, a lot mm-hmm. of syllables and phonics going there. So if you're from Chicago, it's most likely that you are an American. So Yasam is Chicago. I am an American. Let's, so let's learn how to say, I am an American. Tony, how we say, I am? Yasam. Oh, very good. So let's do the male version of, I am an American. Yasam Americanas. Yasam Americanas. Canats. So the last, the last uh, uh, sound is a TS sound. Americanas. Americanas. Very good. So do the whole sentence for me. Yasam Americanas. Wonderful. Bravo. So if you're a lady, you would say Yasam Americanka. Yasam Americanka. Wonderful. So Tony. Uh, Odaklesi. Yasam is Chicago. Bravo. Then follow up. What's the last sentence you would say? Oh, Yasam Americanats. Wonderful. Okay. Now let's move on to our next big popular city that loves Western Croatian. Totally loves us. I, I I know they do. Our big city is Melbourne, Melbourne, Australia. And I know I know Australians love the way Americans pronounce Melbourne, Melbourne. <laughs> it's, it's, you know we don't. I you know Melbourne. I don't know exactly how the Aussies say it. Nor am I gonna pretend that I do. But let's, good let's on you. To, no, yeah. let's, let's pretend that we know how to say it at, like a Croatian would, right? So. Yeah. Yasam, ready, Tony? Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam is Melbourne. Bravo. So let's let's roll that R a little bit more. Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam is Melbourne. Right. So very good. So we added that A sound. We put that inflection because we're make we're doing an action to the city. We're we're 
we're stating that we are from there. Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam is Melbourne. So a person from Melbourne, Melbourne, is most likely going to be an Australian. Could be something else. Who knows? But for the sake of the lesson, let's stick to Australian. So let's learn how to say I am Australian in the male and feminine way of saying it. So a, a male, a man would say Yasam Australianats. Yasam, Yasam Australianats. Okay. I like so that, that R sound. Make sure you give that R a roll. So you don't you, you pronounce it like an American would. Yasam Australianats. Try to give it some more creation. Yasam Australianats. Yasam Australianats. Pretty good, right? So all the sounds are at the front of your mouth, right? So don't put them back towards the, the top of the roof of your mouth. Yasam Australianats. Yasam Australianats. Very good. So let's move on to the feminine. Yasam Australianka. Yasam Australianka. Very cool. So just like just like I'm an American woman, Yasam Americanka, you have that A, that feminine A sound at the end, the A. Yasam Americanka, but this one we're doing Yasam Australianka. Yasam Australianka. Wonderful. Okay. That hurts my face. <laughs> yes. I, I see the tension. I see the tension there, right? So moving on to our next big city in the world that likes our podcast, which we're so grateful of. People learn creation. I love it. We're in Toronto. We're moving up into the uh, uh, above the border for us, Toronto, right? So Toronto, yeah. right? So the city of Toronto in Croatian would be Toronto. But if we're going to say I am from, you would say Yasam is Toronto. Yasam is Toronto. Very good. So we're making sure we have that A sound at the end. You write the city Toronto with the O at the end. But when you have it in this sentence, we're saying Yasam is Toronto. Yasam is Toronto. Very good. So someone from Toronto, high, highly likely that they're Canadian, right? I would say that, yeah. Maybe, maybe yeah, maybe. I would say pr predominantly. You can put your money on it. Yes, 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 pretty much. But there's more. But we'll, for the sake of the lesson, let's keep it there. So how to say I am Canadian. So we've, we've got some, uh, it's a little complicated, right? So we have in this word, Kanajanin, right? So it doesn't even sound like I'm Canadian, but because the way we're inflecting sounds, and we have the we haven't learned the alphabet yet, but we have a character in there that has it is a D with a line through it, which makes a D Z sound like a J, like a um, like jump. So the way you'd say jump in, in in English, that's the sound you're gonna make for that D with the line through it. So yasam kanajanin. Yasam kanajanin. Yeah, a little complicated, right? Yasam kanajanin. Yasam Kanajanin. Okay, very good. So a female lady would say, Yasam Kanajanka. Yasam Kanajanka. Yasam Kanajanka. Yasam Kanajanka. Very good. Tony, let, let's let's uh, practice one. Um, hey, Tony, Odaklesi, you pick your favorite. Odaklesi. You make me pick my favorite? Out of the three we've learned. <laughs> oh. He's going to be kicked out of countries, I, Uncle Mike. I know. I can't play favorites. Close your eyes and open uh, them, and, and, and the first one you see. How's that? No they're pressure. all his favorites, though. Yeah, uh -oh. I can't say them all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's do uh, Yasam is Chicago. Very good. Yasam is Chicago. Itisi. Yasam Americanka. Oh, very good. Are you, are you, Pravo, 
Like, are you Americanka or are you Americanas? Americana. Very good. Americanas. Like, sounds like Don Nuts, right? Americanas. Americana. Very good. TZ. So, let's review everything we learned, right? So, here we go. In review, where are you from? Informally. Odaklesi. Odaklesi. Bravo. Formal way. Hey, hey, Mr. Odakleste. Odakleste. Odlučno. Okay. I am from. Yasam is. Yasam is. Okay. Let's let's just throw all the samples in here. Yasam is Chicago. Yasam Americanas. Yasam is Chicago. Yasam Americanas. Bravo. Yasam is Chicago. Yasam Americanka. Yasam is Chicago. Yasam Americanka. Wonderful, Tony. Excellent. Okay, moving on to the to down under. Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam Australianas. Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam Australianas. Very good. Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam Australianka. Yasam is Melbourne. Yasam Australianka. That's a tongue twister there, Tony. Good job. Yas, finally, Canada. Here we go. Yasam is Toranta. Yasam is Toranta. Bravo. Yasam is Toranta. Yasam Kanajanin. Yasam Kanajanin. Very good. Yasam is Toranta. Yasam Kanajanka. Yasam is Toranta. Yasam Kanajanka. <laughs> tongue twister. Yeah. Right. Give it another Yasam... try. Yasam is, here we go, Tony. Let me do it for you. Yasam is Toranta. Yasam Kanajanka. Yasam is Toranta. Yasam Kanajanka. Kanajanka. Tough one. Bravo. Yes. One more time. Yasam Kanajanka. Yasam Kanajanka. Aren't you glad that you're not a Canadian female? Aren't you glad? <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, I am. Wonderful. There you go, guys. Like always, all of these words will be on the website. Let's, let's learn creation.com. We'll have the translations up there. We'll have the sentences written out in, in the lessons page. So if you need help, need some direction, please check that out. Thank you so much. Hey, everybody. Our super slot report today is brought to you by TD Soaps, handcrafted small batch bar soaps made with all natural and minimal ingredients. Pick up yours today at tdsoaps.com. Spelled T-E-E-D-E-E-S, soaps.com, and get clean with TD's soaps. It's time for the Super Slotko Report. Okay, everybody, welcome to the Super Slotko interview, the, the fun interview section of our episode. We have a very special guest, a good old friend of mine, Anita. Anita, kakosi? Dobro, hvala, kakosi ti? So yeah, welcome to the show. We have Anita on. She used to live in Croatia. So we're going to ask her some questions. She'll we'll vibe with her. Hopefully we'll have a good time. And everyone listening out there, I hope you guys get a lot out of it. Okay, let, let's get the ball rolling. Are you ready, Anita? Yes, I am. All right. So of all the places you could have chosen to live, why did you choose the city you did? And which city was it, by the way? Um, I lived in Rijeka for three years. And uh, my family is from uh, the southern part of Dalmatia, uh, Otokugvian, but I found work in Rijeka. 
And also I have family there. Uh, my first cousin and her mother, my aunt and her family. And so it was easier to find work when I had somewhere to stay. Oh and, yeah, definitely. Yeah. And finding an apartment was easier and they helped me out a lot. And so, and, and yeah, once you find work, you hold on to that and then you yeah. see where you are. <laughs> what kind of work did you do? Um, I'm a graphic designer and I was lucky enough to find a graphic design position at an agency, at a, at a, a design agency. So was it an actual office in Rijeka? Yes. Okay. I, by the, by the coast. And so uh, the, the windows were overlooking the, the sea and it was quite a magical place. Wow. Beautiful. Yeah. So what did you like best about Rijeka? There was a lot of really great things about it. It was a really lively city, even though, um, you know, in comparison to cities in LA, I suppose it's slower and uh, more and smaller and more quaint. It was, it, I, I really liked the city. I liked the size of it. You could walk um, anywhere and bump into somebody you knew. I really liked the people there. It's a very progressive city out of all the cities in, in Croatia, I think, because of its history. And um, it was like a trade. There, there was a lot of um, uh, trade going on in that city during, like in the past. And so there's a lot more diversity in that city. So that's, that's probably the biggest city close to Italy, correct? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So a lot of like trade kind of connecting through there yeah. and through, all, through, through the northern section, correct? So pretty culturally yes. diverse, right? Kind of, but th I think people over there are a lot more liberal, a lot more open-minded, and um, I felt really comfortable there, and I met a lot of like-minded people, and so it was really easy to get along with everybody, uh, and they had, they have a punk scene. Which oh, I wow. Yeah. <laughs> and like, they're really into, heavily into rock and roll, and so that's really, that was really nice because i am so it was <laughs> wow that's great um what what did you like see shows and stuff there were there like you know bands performing like from from the west or mostly croatian bands um there was mostly croatian bands but there there were a lot of concerts there are a lot of concerts and people from different parts of croatia would come specifically to see those concerts so there was a lot of like uh, music life over there as well. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's great. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, let's say moving on here. What did you find most frustrating about living? Maybe not say living in Rijeka or living in Croatia in general. There's several things. I'm, <laughs> I'm from Southern California. So yeah. the winters were hard for me. I wasn't really prepared. I didn't have the right wardrobe for winter, even though Honestly, it's not as cold as New York. You I mean, know what I mean? How cold are we talking? Not really that cold. Uh, uh, but for me, it was super cold. If it snowed, it would melt immediately. So it's not oh. like, like slushing through, you know, the the snow. It was just kind of like, it was just cold. And then the the, the winds from, from the mountains would blow down. And that was super chilly. So I never got used to that for the whole three years I was there. I never got used to it. And, um, oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wow. Cold weather. And also, like, usually people have boilers. And so waiting for the water to warm up was really um, awful. <laughs> oh, well, like when taking a shower or whatever? Yeah, yeah in the morning, oh. like washing your face and all that stuff. Um, and then 
And then the most frustrating thing I, I by far was not being able to completely communicate with everybody um, as well as I wanted to or to understand people as well as I wanted to. So and that's like that was, I think, the biggest issue my whole time there. Oh, wow. Yeah. If, if, if you were to move back to Croatia, would you choose Vieka again or would you try to choose somewhere else? I probably would move back there because I met friends that turned into kind of like family to me. We still keep in touch. I'm really close to them and they've been there for me the whole time. Like anytime I needed help, they were there and we bonded. It was became like it turned into a really strong bond and I want to see them again. And I, yeah, and I and I liked living there, so why wouldn't I go back to somewhere where, you know, like where I, I feel at home? Maybe. Yeah, that's a good feeling to come back to. Yeah. So you're living in this new place. You're loving it. You're enjoying it. Maybe hating the water pressure and temperatures and whatnot. <laughs> um, so what did you miss the most from home other than water t- temperatures? I miss my family because mm-hmm. I had um, uh, I have a mom and a dad back in LA and my brother and his family. And so, uh, you know, I miss them even though I did see them often when they came to visit in the summer. So it wasn't so bad. And you could communicate via phone and Skype and all of that. Mm-hmm. So that wasn't so bad. But honest, honestly, I miss Mexican food. The yeah. Most. I, was yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know you can't get everything yes. over there. That's so interesting. <laughs> I think that it's, it's becoming more popular there now, but when I lived there, uh, it, I couldn't find even the ingredients to make my own Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was really frustrating. I had to do a lot of substitution to the point where it didn't even taste like Mexican food anymore. Mm. Um, but yeah, definitely. That was, that's, a, yeah, that was that's a- huge. Croatians aren't into spicy food. I mean, not in general. No. That's definitely from what I've what I've learned. What about you, Uncle yeah. Mike? Spicy food? Yeah, you may. I love it. But I was born and raised in Southern California. That's I'm, true. I'm more, I'm more used to Mexican food than Croatian food. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Me too. Me too. Kidding. All right, um, so what was the hard thing to get used to over there? You know, like, um, obviously, you know, you're dealing with not having what you like the most, but I'm talking more like day-to-day living, um, not the water temperature stuff. Like, are you taking the bus now? Are you walking to places more? Did you have to learn how to drive there or get a license or something? Right. Um, yeah, I'm taking the bus everywhere and mm-hmm. I'm walking everywhere. And I enjoyed both of those things everything at first you know when you move over there life in LA specifically is so busy and so fast and everything is now uh, yeah that you forget that there's another tempo mm-hmm. and so when I moved over there I at first I had to get used to it but then eventually I am like enjoy I embraced it I enjoyed it very much I enjoyed sitting at the bus stop waiting Um, and it was a time to reflect and it was nice and quiet. Are you saying you don't get that same experience when you're stuck in traffic on the 405? (laughs) Yeah, no. (laughs) A little bit different. A little bit different. different. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, and, and I walked a lot, so I didn't really need to exercise as much either because I was just getting in the steps that way. Oh yeah. Yeah. It was nice. Awesome. 
So, um, how long, so how long have you been back from there and, uh, what's one thing you miss like a lot? Like just, I think about it all the time. I always like wake up and I'm like, Oh, where am I again? Oh, I'm home. What did I miss? Um, I've been back for almost or more than eight years or eight okay. years or so. Something like yeah. That. And I can't believe that. Uh, because it, it, it passed so quickly. Feels I like think. yesterday. And I feel that it, it's because it's really fast paced here. And so time goes by faster, I feel. Mm. And there's less, it's more of a routine and less of like really unique experiences, which I feel that I experienced over there. Mm. Um, I miss the nature. I miss how beautiful it is. And it even smells clean and fresh. Yeah. I, I liked how slow it was. I miss that a lot. I don't know. It was also really magical. You never knew what to expect next. There was always some kind of surprises around the corner. And uh, it's, I don't know whether that's because I was a foreigner or because Croatia is a magical place, or maybe it's a little bit of both. But I felt that way about it. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Like you know, every time you go to a new place and it just has this really good aura around it because everything's fresh to you, everything's new to you, is discovery, all that good stuff. Right. So being uh, first Croatian... Uh, First generation Croatian American living in Croatia for work, uh, two parter. Uh, how challenging were the language dialect differences? Very challenging uh, because I I speak a, a dialect from an island, mm. and even the village on that island has its own dialect uh, between all the villages on that island. <laughs> yeah. So then. You know, simple words that I've always been using throughout my life no longer had meaning. To <laughs> yeah. <my life>. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They not only did I have to learn Knijevne, uh, which is um, proper Croatian, but I also um, had to kind of learn their their dialect up there. They have a dialect as well up there, so wow. it was very um, frustrating. And so I had to relearn words and, and I got really confused all the time. I bet it's kind of even harder because you're re relearning a language you already know. It's, it's really hard. You, it's, it's kind of like learning a brand new language and trying to correct everything you know. It's because you, you can't wipe that, that slate clean. Right. And not just that, but then I would learn these new words up north. And then I would go down south to visit my family and friends. And then they would make fun of me because I would start <laughs> to the word. And they'd be like, oh, I'm sorry. Someone's really proper now. And I can't win. You know, and, oh, geez. Yeah, it was tough. Yeah, wow. that, that, that's been yeah. the that's been the challenge with 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 our with our lessons is like I don't know whether just should I try to teach proper which I'm not super comfortable with or do I teach the the dialect but then the dialect I know like you said you know if you if you drive 20 minutes to the north people will look at you funny <laughs> yeah. you know so yeah yeah and then here I am trying to learn just right. one of the dialects <laughs> it, it, it's 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 awesome to have a lot of dialects but it makes it really really hard to learn yes you know yes. So with all of that, then, um, did you experience any like cultural negativity while interacting with people? I mean, uh, you you, were, you mentioned like the uh, having to learn the their dialect, but like as far as the the negative factor. Yeah. Well. Okay. So 
I was really embarrassed when I spoke to people, some people, depending how close I was to them, right? So um, when I would get flustered, people would be very uh, considerate. And just the fact that I was speaking Croatian, they were really um, encouraging and and happy that I was even trying. Um, and they they felt like my dialect was really like darling and cute. <laughs> <laughs> and, and a lot of them even understood what I was saying because a lot of people were from Dal the Dalmatian coast. You know, they also moved to the bigger cities to, to find work. So mm. you found a lot of that. And then um, my co my coworkers, uh, my colleagues, they um, they were really respectful of me because they respected my work and they knew me very well. And so um you know we we had a close bond but then let's say my clients they weren't too happy with me because mm. my emails weren't incredibly formally written because i couldn't it was really yeah. write a formal email i didn't have the vocabulary and then when they would come to see me in person i would have to explain my work to them and that was frustrating on both ends because they yeah. understand completely what I meant. And a lot of, you know, a lot of my work is, you know, abstract words and abstract thoughts. And mm. so um, it was really hard to communicate that. Um, mm. What ended up happening was my, my coworkers would have to help me write emails all the time. And then when clients would come, they would sit back and like enjoy the show for a good 15 minutes, like <laughs> of struggling, like, honestly, they would just like, all like I could feel their eyes on my back as I was talking mm. to a client, and then eventually somebody would step in and help me uh, explain things. And so, oh, well, that's frustrating. Yeah, at least they got a kick out of it. I was yeah, happy to play the clown as long as they would help me out. It it definitely sounds like an experience that like my parents probably have had so many times in this in the United States. Right. Where, I, where I as like the the, the the one grew up growing up in the states with with proper English would come in and save the day and I, it makes it makes me understand them a little bit more from your experience. You yeah, know? like there's so many details. Like just buying a phone, you have to sign a contract. I don't know how to read that contract. I yeah. don't know what I'm signing. Those people are trying to upsell me. I have no idea what they're saying. And a lot of times I'd be like, listen, like in Croatian, I'd be like, listen. Elementary words, use simple words. <laughs> yeah. uh, the, uh, Uncle Uncle Mike taught me Czechai. Yeah, yeah. so. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a good one. Um, and you know, buying a TV, buying like big items, or renting an apartment. Those are all really big, big you know things you need to do, and a lot of money you have to give, and you don't know visiting the doctors and trying to explain the situation and trying to understand what the doctor's telling you because the words are so big they're not casual uh, conversational words they're 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 actually like you professional know. language right yeah so um that was really really frustrating and the idea of constantly asking for help Mm. I'm con I was constantly asking for help. <laughs> wow. Um, I didn't have a car, so if I needed to move, I needed somebody's car. And uh and or I needed somebody to be with me if I was to ex experience something new because I didn't know how to do it myself. So it was you're very vulnerable a yeah. lot of the time, you know? Yeah, wow. Yeah. So it's good that you're good at making friends. 
oh yeah, right away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're hearing, they're hearing your, um, your accent. All the time, people would randomly come up to me, which they don't do in LA because you know I don't have an accent here. So they would come up to me and they would ask me where I'm from. And then I would explain where I'm from, and then they would ask me why on earth. <laughs> there, that was huge. Like really, like a, they were astonished. They they didn't understand at all. <laughs> and then I would explain to them, and I ended up meeting a lot of people that way and making really close friends because so many people would interact with me just because of my accent. Yeah, it's the rock star element of being a foreigner. Right. I've had that before. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah. Back yeah. to 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 this guy here. Uh, so while being out there, did you uh, have any exciting or crazy nightlife stories? Um, like with all the friends that you made, being so social, social butterfly out there while you lived there. Yeah, I had a wild time. <laughs> it was. <laughs> <laughs> any uh, any uh, rated G. Yeah, you can share with us. Family show. <laughs> sure, sure. No, no, I have one that's that's fairly <laughs> innocent. No, it was wild because I, you know, I was in my late twenties, you know, uh, and so yeah, it was great. I recommend it to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the, that's the long and short of it. <laughs> that's the version right there. <laughs> no, if very, I, very if, cool. If, yeah. I, you know, if I think about it, there's one in particular, one particular night um, that was super weird. Uh, often enough, I would find myself on a boat at night. And it's because cool. people own boats and yeah. people were by the sea and people love the ocean over there. And if you're not night swimming, you're on a boat. If when it's warm, you know. So um, one time it was a festa, someone's festa, some some town's festa. It's a that means fiesta. Thank you. There you go. What's a fiesta? <laughs> Party. Party. Different language. Yeah, a festival. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's a festival. Yeah. And, um, and we ended up uh, after it, you know, after it kind of dwindled down, we we went in a little rowboat and we rowed to a bigger boat. And then we got on that boat and we uh, we started drinking and dancing and, you know, just talking and singing. Everyone brought their guitars. Some people brought a ukulele and just different instruments. And we were all just partying and having a good time. And then and then and then someone rode in towards us on a little raft and they asked if they could tie up their raft to our boat and hang out with us. And of course, <laughs> wow, the more the merrier, right? Yeah, cool. So we were all jolly and welcomed them in, and we laughed and sang and danced, and it was great. And then they excused themselves and they rode away. And then f- five minutes later, they rode back and they had drinks. And so wow. They, I thought they would have took your wallets or something like that. No, <laughs> they, passed around, they passed around the drinks and we all were so happy and excited and we all drank together and toasted and it was great. And then 15, uh, again, like a, a little while later, uh, they asked to be excused again and they left. And then when they came back, they had like salami and cheese. And, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> and every time, you know, we got more into it, the more that person was sharing. Wow. And then by the end of the night, it got super late. And we were all packing up, ready to go. And instead of them rowing away, he just took off his shirt and then just jumped into the to the 
water and just disappeared. <laughs> wow. And the water's black, by the way, because it's nighttime. So it was super weird. And it felt like <laughs> we were hanging out with a mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Never saw that person again. And it wow. was super bad. Great. What was this oh, person's wow. name? It was, it was Luka Modric. I don't remember. <laughs> don't remember. <laughs> well, that's a good one. That's a great story. Yeah. Pretty cool. Yeah. All right. So uh, one last one for me. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to a foreigner looking to uh, work there, mm -hmm. uh, what would it be? I would have to say two, two things. I think one would be to learn the language as best you can because... Mm. It's, you know, the, the country isn't conducted in English and um, not even, I mean, not really at all. You know, wow. not other, not like other foreign countries. Other foreign countries embrace the English language and, you know, you can function quite well there. Um, and then the second piece of advice would be to, to get a work permit as soon as you can hmm. because it takes a really long time to get a work permit, like a really long time. And if you don't get one, you have to work under the table. Um, mm. and that's not really ideal. Mm. Oh, wow. That's yeah. how we're, pay that's how we're paying Tony. What, what? <laughs> what did you, what did you say? Uh, uncle Mike? That's, that's how we're paying Tony. That's how we do things around You're here. Right. Yeah. Right. In Teddy Graham's. Wait, yes. I'm supposed to, I'm supposed to be getting paid. <laughs> oh, you haven't been getting our checks. That's probably yeah. That's probably it's in the mail. Those, it's in the mail. Those rolls of pennies get lost in the mail. <laughs> Anita, that was the, the, a really awesome interview. Thank you so much. I mean, you you knocked you knocked it out of the park. Awesome. I'm glad. I'm. I hope I was helpful, and uh, and I hope that I have encouraged people to go. Maybe even just to visit, um, to live there is tough, but it's really rewarding too. I had an amazing experience there and I, I would, you know, I wouldn't trade it for the world. Totally. You know. Hey, that was a wonderful interview. I mean, I learned a bunch. Thank you so much, Anita. I mean, that, that must've been a challenge to live out there in Croatia. What do you guys think? Awesome. I loved it. She was really insightful. Some of the things she said just with someone moving from, uh, and I'm sure this applies to people moving to multiple different countries, you know, just having to be able to figure out what people are trying to tell you, like what she was talking about with the cell phone and going to a doctor and not knowing terminology and just kind of being like, you know, having these normal frustrations that someone would be in that situation where they can't really understand completely what they're being asked for. It, it yeah, probably, oh, yeah. you know, like um, make things a little, uh, little, little heated. You know, you feel a little worried about what you're signing on for. So definitely very, very cool to hear that firsthand. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And I mean, I have trouble in my own language with all those things. So <laughs> yeah. imagine being, you know, in a different country without knowing the language that well. Yeah, yeah, because that... That's the next tier. It's, it's, it's beyond conversational dialogue. We're mm -hmm. talking about signing contracts and negotiating this like that. Yeah. You, yeah. How frustrating I, I, that must have been. Yeah. And on top of that, but she, she had such a great experience that, that really made that whole thing worth it. And that's something you yeah, can't oh, really yeah. replace. You know, she said it. She, I wouldn't trade that for the world. You know, that's something I, yeah. I totally believe from how she was talking about it so fondly and how her memories go back and how well she spoke of it. So very, very cool. Anita, thank you so much for your time. Uh, we all had a blast with that interview and we learned a whole lot. Yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you so much. Thank you. 
And then also moving on, thanks to all our followers. You know, we've had some uh, Facebook posts. I mean, last episode, we asked people to give us some love and tell us about their animals. And uh, a Facebook uh, follower, Adrian, she posted a picture of her horse who likes to eat granola bars and candy canes. I mean, <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> I would love to see. I'm not sure if she's she's pulling our leg, but I'd love to see that. I I, I posted a couple of pictures of my morning dove uh, nest with the eggs. Um, DJ Mo put a, a nice blue whale out there. This is one of his uh, aquarium aquarium buddies. <laughs> Plava Keith. Yeah, and also the following week we asked about people's projects. What are you guys doing since you're quarantining at home? If if you're at home being safe, what are you guys working on? Facebook listener Paulette, she's she's making biscotti. And the way I, I learned it in Croatia's Bashkotini. So biscotti, love them, love them, love them. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you guys <laughs> send them to Mike, Uncle Mike D. Yes, please, <laughs> DJ Mo, DJ Mo, building a new fence, separate you from your neighbors. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna go with the you know I got velvet curtains, but that's just not gonna work out. Oh, I was thinking Wrigley <laughs> Field, like yeah, br- bricks, just mm-hmm. bricks. <laughs> Thicker another the friend, another friend of ours, Jackson, working on his car, got some smooth new wheels. Martin building his lounge. That thing looked really nice. That looks like a it. restaurant. I, I would, yes. you know, I'll pay for a table to sit there. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> she needs some, some lounge music and some nice um, beverages. Let's yep. put them there. Mm-hmm. And then also uh, Facebook friend Alyssa working on her doctorate in Croatian folk music. That must be really, really cool. Wow. So she must have loved it, Mariana, then. Yeah, I, I love, <laughs> loved it. it was She's ashamed. probably got it like um, on like repeat, you know. <laughs> Or, or is now uh, bleeding from the ears, maybe? <laughs> right. So in Christian folk music, they have that, that little guitar, the tamburica. And then also there's a tradition of having men, some, sometimes women, do the klapa, where it's all just kind of how we, how we do in the maybe a little bit more folksy, raw version of a, of a barbershop quartet. But oh, cool. really interesting. Oh, cool. Yeah. How, how about this for um, the upcoming week, everybody? Post to us, where are you from? Try to, try to use the words we just taught you. I am from here. I am in. A, I am Yasim is Chicago. Yasim Americanas. Like for instance, for instance, Yasim is Los Angeles. Yasim Americanas. You guys can build on that. So shout out to us. Uh, let us know where you're from. That should be really, really fun. We'd love to hear where you guys are from. That'd be great. Tony, Odaka City. Well, you. I think you just said it. This is this is Los Angeles. Well, Orange. How do I say Orange? Orange County. Orange County. Yeah. <laughs> oh. There you go. <laughs> kind of like that. Kind of like that. Let's yeah. not bother translating that one. <laughs> Very cool. Hey, um, DJ Mo, what time is it? Um, if we're talking Croatia time, no, I'm just joking. It's right now. It's what it is. It's right now. Time for your monumental. Orange County, yeah. Congratulations, everybody. We've made it through another episode of Let's Learn Croatian. Remember, you can find us at letslearncroatian.com. We have all our translations, all the lesson episodes up there. And then we've got some new uh, podcast action happening. You can find our podcast now on iHeartRadio, Podcast Addict, Listen Notes, Podchaser, and Deezer. We are expanding our horizons. I hope you can join us. Also, follow us on our Facebook page, LLC Pod. Throw us some comments out there. Those have been really fun lately. Our Instagram, LLC Pod on there. And Twitter handle is at LLC underscore pod. Our email, contact us that way. 
info at letslearncroatian.com. I hope you enjoyed the lesson. I hope you enjoyed the interview. And from the entire Let's Learn Croatian team, Tony D. Akonoc. And DJ Mo. Chubaise. Chubaise te, uh, lakonoc i bog. Lakonoc. <laughs>